Are you interested in building water features professionally? Whether you have an existing contracting business or are looking for a fun and profitable side hustle, then you found the perfect podcast to follow. I'm Greg Whitstock, the Pond Guy, founder of Aquascape Inc., and this is my podcast. Each 20-minute episode profiles the journey of a successful certified Aquascape contractor whose best practices you can emulate. I love my job, and here's how you can too. Well, this is going to be an interesting call. We'll see if we can stick to script here with my good friend, uh, Carl Gennaro, down in Tampa Bay, Florida, the owner and founder of Enviroscapes. How are you doing, Carl? I am absolutely wonderful. Well, you always are. You have a lot of energy, my man. And for all of our listeners that uh, don't know you, uh, why don't you give us a little background about uh, Enviroscapes and just, you know, Carl Gennaro himself. Well, Enviroscapes came to, to fruition um, when I graduated from high school, it actually started name change a couple of times in 1988, and I was just a mobile guy. Both our years for graduating yeah. high school were the same age. Loved it, uh, and um, just kind of got into the industry, and I wanted to be like all the big guys that were out there um, in in the lawn industry, and started diving into understanding what they did and how they did it, and really started hiring some of these other companies around me to learn from them because I'm a very hands-on learner like you are, Greg, Yep. and uh, what I found was one of the most life-changing parts of my company was that most everybody out there was, was cutting a corner somewhere, you know, uh-huh. and, um, and, and finding, you know, and it came from the builders, they were cutting a lot of corners in Florida and weren't really taking care of the, all the aspects and uh, leaving clients wanting more, and um, so I started, my company is finding to fill all these voids, and um, so I had to keep bringing different components into my business of things that I couldn't get other companies to do for me, quote, unquote, what I would now feel as the right way, and as I started diving in to the different aspects of landscape, irrigation, drainage, waterfalls, and these things, and um, so I had to study these things and learn them, and then found out that it was easy to be better than the competition. Okay, great. Yep. So right out of high so, school, you had Enviroscapes launched, and then take us to today. Take us to your journey to becoming, you know, we vlogged down there. I, I've never seen so many lanais with water features in them in my life. Talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how you became a pond guy. Um, so it was all about building strategic relationships, how I market myself. I, I still do it today. And um, it, it's one of the reasons why I'm not the big you know, Internet web kind of guy because it's these relationships I build in the industry. And I found that the pool guys in Florida, everybody has a, a pool, or most everybody has pools and screen enclosures, let's say 50% of everybody. Um, and a lot of people weren't even using these things. And the outdoor living spaces wasn't really, you know, really rocking and rolling yet. And so I was kind of introducing what else could we do with these spaces in the dollars to $70,000 worth of yep. viable income, right, that I could kind of tap into. So I started building relationships with pool guys and builders and, and trying to get in on the process a little bit earlier. And uh, I met, as I was starting to do pavers and different outdoor living spaces and little fire pits, I was working with Paul Dumpke. Uh, he was one of our clients in Saddlebrook. And uh, he was talking about starting an open a nursery and one thing led to another. And um, I was kind of helping him get that nursery kind of going. And Wesley, he, was it the Wesley Chapel? Yep, Wesley Chapel was Paul Dumpke. When he, 
He was a what year was client of mine. Ooh. What year was that? I would say that I said they've been in business for about fifteen years. Yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. Years. So this is about two thousand five yeah. or so. You and Paul Wesley yep. Chapel, founder down there, and uh, you started working with him. And of course, he was an Aquascape distributor, so he was the one that kind of introduced you to Aquascape then. Yeah, he. It was before he was an Aquascape distributor that uh-huh. he was a client of mine working for for. Uh, Commonwealth Bank or some some banking company, and uh-huh. then he got out of that, started Wesley Chapel Nursery, and actually one of the first, well, the first pond build in Florida, um, I believe, was there. But I'm not sure. You would know better yeah, than me. Maybe. Could have been. Yep. Yeah. It, it was, um, and and it was literally we didn't we didn't know what we were doing. The the guy that was there, it was his first pond build as well. He was kind of leaning on us to, to know some of the stuff. We dug this thing with a bathtub. I mean, with a uh, with a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> nice ball. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a big. And then we then we kind of realized where we were going off wrong, and we had to start filling it in behind the the boulders and everything. So uh, it was it was quite interesting. But I loved it, and I just me and this guy named Rick Dunn were working on the bol- the the waterfall part of it. And he was like a, a mini excavator. He was like 300 pounds, and he was just this huge, strong guy. And uh, it felt like I was, you know, building linking logs as a kid, but with water and movement. And I just fell in love with the rocks were talking to me right out of the box. You know? uh-huh. And uh, it seemed like nobody else was really getting the feel for the rocks and, and where they went. And it just, it, I just connected with it and loved it, you know. So talk about today. So we're, we're five minutes into our, our, our podcast here. Talk about how your business is operated today. You, you have a nice pond at your house. You operate on the side yard. You've got a pretty big lot out there. Just talk about how you're, you're currently set up and what you do. So um, water features now is um, – in Florida, it's, it's not one of the – like we're still having issues with how much our rocks cost, right, because the local rocks aren't really that sought after. So our cost of those – um, it's kind of a little bit, a um, little exorbitant, but the water features bring us into um, the usable space, and they're the they're the component that attract people out to the to the living spaces, and so they're viable um, as far as the the most important thing that's going to bring people into our spaces. So most of, most of the bigger projects that we have, we want to put a water feature in it because it's the thing that brings people out into the landscape, and um, so we just did a project we. We actually do everything. So we remodel the, the pool. We do the, the travertine. We put a water feature out there. We took their screen enclosures down and put what's called a panoramic screen, which has no, no uh, uprights in it, so it's like a picture window. So they're looking in their living room, and they have the water feature, an outdoor sitting area, landscaping. It's all lit up. And um, we're able to turn a project around. That was an $85,000 project, and we turned it around in four weeks and three days. That's nice. So pretty, you're pretty efficient. Yeah. So how many, you know, you don't have a lot of guys working with you. How many guys are you working with in the field? That that job we did with two men and myself, and I was only in the field on that job for um, probably about five days actually working. And then you have, a, the you have an office manager, right? Yep. Shelly is amazing, because um, especially when I'm out there in the field doing quotes and designs, um, the balls have got to keep moving and the orders have got to keep coming in and double check. We, we pretty much double-check everything two or three times. Um, we don't just make an order and assume it's going to be there. We have to uh, – there, there's a lot of in, in, inefficiencies in Florida. So we, 
she does all the, a lot of the double checking for me and makes my life so much more pleasant. So you've been doing Aquascape now for you know about 15 years or so, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yep. So you're a full service landscape design build firm, like you just talked about, did did everything. What is it about water features? You know, I love to say every one of my vlogs, and we vlog together. You know, I love my job. What is it about water features compared to you know other parts of landscaping? You know, of why you know you could honestly say you love your job. So it's all about energy, right? And I'm trying to create an energy in the landscaping that is going to give people a wind-down moment in their life. And the, the water feature, I mean, I mean there's, we can look in scientifically the positive ions that come off of the water as it's moving and interacting with our space and our energy is, is viable. It's real. And uh, you can feel it when you, when you come into a living space, and the water is the living component um, that really makes it all kind of come together. Uh, beauty is, is aesthetic component, but that sound and that energy that comes from the water feature, there's, there's nothing that I can do to create more feel in the environment of landscaping and enhancing somebody's property, in my opinion, than putting a water feature in. Amen. And, uh, and you have a lot of water features in Lanai, basically screened-in rooms. I mean, that's a huge percentage. I mean, when we vlogged together, I, over half of the water features were in somebody's Lanai. And a lot of times, interestingly enough, next to a pool, and one of the things that you talked about is that water-loving people, whether it's a pond or a pool, they have both because they love water. Correct, correct. And that's one of the reasons why we don't put in a lot because we're a small company and we're doing a lot of components around the water feature. Um, and so... But we really want to create a whole usable environment. And in Florida, a lot of the people don't want the, the water features because they have misconceptions about, you know, animals and birds and, and, and mosquitoes and things like that that we can actually kind of contain or control. Uh, but the screen enclosure component of it took all those misconceptions out of the way and, and gave them something that they could use, you know, throughout the whole year. And that's that's – that's the reason why I started doing the screen closures, and I saw that nobody was really doing it. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's kind of yeah. It's definitely one of one of, one of your trademarks a little bit. Well, listen, you've been in yep. business for a long time. You know, this is something that you've been doing ever since high school. Uh, I would love just to hear, and you've been through the highs and lows, and uh, you know, you've 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 experienced a lot. Uh, what advice uh, would you give to people that are looking to succeed in this industry, specifically with water features and just, you know, in general? Because, you know, you've, been there, you've, been a, you've experienced all the highs and lows of business, and I think you've got a lot of wisdom that you could share with the podcast listeners. Well, um, I'll, share, I'll share what works for me, and, and um, I'm passionate about it. And if it's wisdom, then it's wisdom. If it's information that somebody can build on, then that's great yeah. too. For, for me, the most important component in business, it's kind of twofold. One is you're really building relationships. And if you forget that and it becomes about the almighty dollar, you're going to have issues in a lot of different areas. Um, Stress is a big component. When you build a relationship with a client and the number one thing you're trying to do is build trust and reliability and confidence and and capacity um, that this customer sees in you, this will transcend over the bumps in the road and, the, and all the little misorders and things that can happen because you have a viable relationship and the relationship 
is the thing that carries your job and the peace of the job and the enjoyment of the process, right? Uh -huh. Because one of the biggest things that guys, you know, have issues with is, you know, the problems that arise within the job. We're all going to have those things. So the yep. relationship is the thing that covers it to me. Um, all businesses and that's, so that's problems, and if you have a relationship, it'll be a lot easier to fix those problems. Yes, and, and one of the things is, is, like, how do you build those relationships? And for me, I've, I've realized that my son, CJ, you know him, the oldest industrial engineer, yep. and um, years ago in business, I was like, you know, I was kind of micromanaging everything, and one of the things I saw from the Aquascapes, which was you, had, you guys had a lot of process, how you do things. It was regimented. It was always kind of a similar process, and I was caught up um, 20 years ago in thinking it was my genius of understanding people and understanding relationships. The relationships are an important component, but what I realized was that these guys weren't the problems coming and averting them like I was because I hadn't developed process and procedure that they could follow. And literally, um, Aquascapes was a big component, and my son, TJ, who's an industrial engineer, um, of understanding that there was problems were all kind of systematic. They were always going to come up, and if, if you had process to plan for those issues before they come up, you could avert them, right? And, and it was simple, it was simple things. Um, like I'll give you one, you want an example? Yes. Like a, a simple one is the state of Florida has this thing called 811, call before you dig. You guys might have something similar, right? Yep, um, yep. Julie. Yep. What we do is we have a process that goes through and tells the customer exactly what to expect before the, the people come out to mark, exactly what to expect, how we're going to go now excavate those areas, and then the possibilities, because in Florida they don't put any of these wires in, most of them they don't even put in conduit. So as we're excavating, there could be a cut line. So we go through the, what would happen if we have a cut line, what we're going to do to take care of it and repair it, what the cost would be to the customer, which is going to be nothing because we've done our process properly, but not to be on any important phone calls or any as we're doing this excavation process. We'll notify you an hour before we start, blah, 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 right? And it's all written out and it's handed to the customer. So literally all those running out yelling and upset because they're working on a huge proposal is averted because of this one process because that problem is going to keep happening time over time again. And so you don't want to try to teach your men how to think. You want to teach them how to follow a process that can then avert those future problems, if that makes sense. Right. That's, yep. Yeah. And so, so, you know, the communication is important. The relationship is important. You know, and like I said, you have a lot of advice. I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about what you've been through the last two and a half years. I know that you've now officially turned a corner, but you dealt with a tragedy that no parent should have to do, no business owner should have to do, and you lost, you lost your youngest son. Um, would you talk a little bit about Jordan and how you've turned that, that pain into purpose with Jordan's way and how you and basically how you vote what what new perspective you've gained through this entire last two and a half year journey that you've been on, buddy? Yeah, that's been the biggest um, you know, change of of my life. I felt like I was I was starting to I guess, you know, you I, I turned fifty a few days ago, right? And Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. You got me by two months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um and so there's a lot of maturing and stuff that happens. And I think seeing all the problems that happen in life and, and being ready to be able to turn those 
problems into a solution if, in life and business um, kind of was a component of, of what was preparing me for being able to build, which to be able to deal with, which was something that you know just it would be uncomprehensible the pain that comes from losing somebody that's a part of your soul. It's so um, let's just like, yeah. you know, just just for clarity for my viewers, you know you were. Jordan was just giving his buddy a ride on his ATV. It turned over. He had his head wrong, and he, and he passed away unexpectedly. He was an 18-year-old senior in high school, and that was two and a half years ago. And you uh, yep. turned your pain into purpose by actually starting Jordan's Way Foundation, which is all about helping young people find their pur- purpose. Is that correct? Exactly. We just had our um, – we've done some outreach where we've gone out to youth camps, and we've done presentation workshops. But now we're locally here in Zephyr Hills. We have a hall that we go to every two weeks, two to three weeks. We just had a class, a workshop class on, uh, on Sunday, and we were actually doing what's called the pain cycle, and it's basically taking painful feelings or thoughts that are happening in your life and looking behind them to what's causing them and, and then looking after them to see what your reactions are and are they positive reactions or negative reactions and we help them process all this and then be able to go, okay, so what can, you, what can we do to take this and respond toward it to help others and to help yourself rather than have negative effects yep. that come from your life, right? And um, it's been amazing, Greg. Um, it's, been, <sighs> it's been painful, you know, yep. um, but that, that gut-wrenching feeling that is in my stomach gets released little by little every time I start working on it and every time I mm. see a kid that we're helping. And in, for me, the five stages of grief really didn't do much but help me recognize what my family was going through and what I was going through. Um, it didn't really give me an outlet to, to use that pain for something positive, turn it into purpose. And um, so I would tell everybody, whatever you're going through in your life, in your business, if, if you're having resistance, if you're having a problem in an area of your business, there's something that you need to grow and learn in, in that area. And even with me, with something like an event like this, that you're like, I didn't do anything to quote, unquote, deserve that. That, uh, that unexplained event, that horrible thing that's happened in your life or the frustrating thing, you can still take and grow from it and, and find a way to use that to help others just because now you've experienced something that very few people have ever experienced and you understand pain to another level and you, you got to take that and go share and help and connect with others or, or it could just devastate you, devastate your company, devastate you as a human being, you know, and, um, and you understand this, you've gone yep. through some, some crazy stuff in your business, you know, and everybody uh, who's been in business has. And, and the fact that you were able to go through this, and come out on the other side and you just, you know, just prep it up for this call. You know, how you were just saying how, you know, things are going great for you down there. And, uh, you know, good for you for, for turning the pain into purpose, for starting this in honor, you know, of Jordan. And uh, thanks for being a longtime certified Aquascape contractor. I'm looking forward to seeing you down at Tampa Bay Ponds down there and, uh, and uh, breaking some bread with you again, Carl. You're always, uh, you're always a blast to hang out with, and hopefully you get some inspiration to some other young guys, some upper-coming whippersnappers that aren't 50 yet like you and me uh, to get inspired yeah. to build water features.
Love it, man. I appreciate everything you guys do for us. It's been a great addition to our company. We wouldn't be who we are without you guys. So thank you, Greg, for your process and your procedures and keeping you know, someone like me that doesn't really want to change some of his old ways and, and helping me try to move along. Amen, brother. We'll see you soon. Thanks a lot. Hey, hope you enjoyed that podcast. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, just go to aquascapeinc.com slash podcast and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Central Time for a brand new podcast. I love my job and I hope you can too.